Welcome back to the Fantasy Scape Podcast. Um, today, we got the free agency, I guess, roundup. The free agency is still going on, but we have uh, most of the important signings uh, have already taken place. We also have some interesting trades to break down for you guys, or I guess some real-life NFL trades, and we'll break down the fantasy impact of those but um yeah i guess we'll get right into it uh so should we discuss the the dj Moore trade first or what do you guys think because that's i think chronologically that's what happened first yeah i think you're right yeah i think it did if i remember correctly yeah that was the first pick so dj Moore. what do you guys think of dj Moore to the bears you think it's good for fan good for his fantasy output for his fantasy output or about the same i think it's I'm like gonna, a go ahead or, i think it's just like a big unknown and like the biggest factor is going to be justin fields uh because i feel like i'm not we're definitely not going to be the first people to comment on this like trend like everybody was talking about when dj moore went to the bears it's like oh it's the next uh josh allen gets his stuff on digs it's the next Jalen Hurts gets his A.J. Brown. And I mean, like, if that's the case, like, then it could be massive for him. But it could also be the case that just, like, Justin Fields is just, like, only good at rushing and just will not get that passing upside in the NFL. So I think there's just a lot of opportunity there. And, like, maybe he'll be a really good, like, pickup in best ball leagues because of this. But I'm not sure. Like, I think it's just it could be one way or the other. Yeah, that's a that's pretty much how I feel. Like it's just gonna depend on Justin Fields, like the step he takes mm. next season. Yeah, I'm the same way. But I don't think his value is gonna be hurt like too too much this year. I think regardless, we might see the same meddling performance from DJ Moore just because of all the issues that he dealt in Carolina. But if this does help to improve Fields' ability, then I think it'll just you know improve DJ Moore's ability as well by how yeah, much I, I think can't really they- yeah, and I think DJ Moore is about as QB proof of a wide receiver as you can get because he's had multiple like thousand yard seasons. Feels like he has the same season every year with like the same horrible quarterback situation. So it's not like I don't think his floor is going to get any worse from going to Chicago, especially because like Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool aren't really like target hogs. Yeah, so I I pretty much have the same opinion. Uh, I think I posted this on our Twitter. I said, like, DJ Moore, like, DJ Moore's upside with a rookie quarterback was probably just going to be mid, right? Like, even, like, the best quarterback, rookie quarterback in the world is probably still going to be, like, the mid real-life quarterback because that's just how rookies are. Um, but his upside with Justin Fields, at least, is potentially, like, through the roof. We don't know. So I'm not like I'm not like totally uh in or out on DJ Moore. Uh I could see a world where he's just like not irrelevant, but just like just like a okay wide receiver too in fantasy for the rest of his career. And then I could see a world where like he definitely has that like Stefan Diggs like blow up here. Um so I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of kind of hedging my bet a little bit. I traded away some of my DJ Moore shares, um, but I might keep some. He's not like a must trade for me. No. 
I think that's probably Most. the majority of the community, and that's like why he's not really a like flat out sell. Mm. Unless his price starts to get too high, then I'll probably sell him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, on the uh, flip side of it, like I feel like the Panthers have like lost out on a, like a really good weapon to help develop a new quarterback, which they're obviously going to use. You're the first pick, or if they trade down, they're definitely going to get a quarterback. Whether that be Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, like they now easily have like a bottom three, if not the worst, like wide receiver room in the NFL. Though they did just sign Adam Thielen today. I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh, really? I didn't I did see, see that. that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I no, didn't I did not. have time to put that in our doc here. But yeah, they signed Adam Thielen to a three-year deal. I didn't see the. I didn't see how the contract was laid out, but so was three years. Yeah, they went from DJ Moore to Adam Thielen. But um, been a lot of talk as well, like who the Panthers would take. I think the betting odds right now are CJ Stroud, but there's also reports that the Panthers really liked. Um, oh gosh, Anthony Richardson. So That's what I heard. Yeah, that'll be another. A uh, really interesting storyline to watch out for. Um, but anyway, we got free agency said this past uh, week. We had some guys get franchise tagged a couple weeks ago, but uh, I want to know uh, what was your guys' favorite landing spot in free agency this year? Like, which which player do you think increased their fantasy? Um, projections i guess the most from this free agency period it's kind of a tough one just thinking about like because none of them were ridiculous i probably right now i would say dj Moore. i mean like he's pretty much in the same spot where he's like the wide receiver one Mm. i guess like maybe besides that uh i don't know i think like for the moment maybe like I like Mike Kosicki's landing spot, even though I don't really know how many targets he's really going to get. And then Tony Pollard, too. Uh, yeah. They're cutting Zeke. And Rashad White, unless they add someone in the draft, because uh, Bucks uh-huh. just cut Leonard Fournette. Uh, it's just like stuff like that where we're going to have to see the draft. Yeah. For now, I really like Rashad Penny on the Eagles. Um, yeah. That was a really good one. I really like that uh, eat with the Eagles offensive line being probably the best in football. Uh, Rashad Penny is a talented running back. Um, so I really like that landing spot. Obviously with Penny, the concern has been like, dude, just he's Mr. Glass. Um, he just can't stay healthy for whatever reason. But uh, I think I think if he can, he has the talent to be like, I mean, Penny's never going to be like a high-end RB one just because he doesn't catch the ball. If he stays healthy, he can he can he can maybe be a like a fringe RB two type guy. Um, so I'm excited for him and for his cost this off season. He costs like a third round pick for the Eagles landing spot. Um, so that's a pretty good return on investment, in my opinion. Uh, don't know. We have Alex back. I'm I am back. I was just Yeah. Are you kinda, gonna say something? Yeah, I was just asking like if you guys think they're gonna add someone like of consequence in the draft on the Eagles. Maybe I take away someone day three, but I don't know. They just don't seem to like 
they really need a running back, you know, like a Bijan or someone like that. No. I could be totally wrong, though. Did they re-sign Boston Scott? Yeah, they did. Yeah, so they probably won't then, because they still got Kenneth Gainwell. Uh, speaking of Eagles running backs, though, another landing spot I really liked was Miles Sanders to the Panthers. Oh, I thought yeah. that was a pretty good, pretty good deal. And he got a pretty lengthy contract as well. I think it was four years, three or four years. So in running back world, that's 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 pretty significant. Um, so we'll have to see who they draft there, but that could be that could be a fun. Uh, did they? No, the Bears got um, Foreman, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I believe so. Um. So it's pretty much just Miles Sanders' backfield at the time. Um, I feel like I feel like we kind of have to talk about the Raiders because they got pretty much a, a whole new offense, I guess. They signed Jimmy G and they signed Kobe Myers, and then they traded away uh, Darren Waller. So what do we, a lot of uh, Twitter was buzzing when Jacoby Myers got signed? What do you guys think of Jacoby Myers on the Raiders? Not really sure what to make of it. Like, I think it'll be good for him to have like a new opportunity, but they don't really have a quarterback yet, so I'm I'm really not sure. Mm. Yeah, he goes from being the wide receiver one on the Patriots to now being like clearly the second option on the Raiders. So I think it does hurt his fantasy value, um, and I just don't think that it'll be like a productive enough offense for him to make it past like maybe he'll be in the top 40 wide receivers but i don't see it being much higher than that i think um if someone offered you like uh, just like a random 24 second would you take that for jacoby myers i think i might just not he's not even yeah he's just not young enough i don't think he's young enough to justify like his any being uh, worth more than that, especially as like a wide receiver too, and like yeah. in like a not great offense, uh, and the best wide receiver in football, arguably ahead of you. Um, but then again, no, I don't think Adams was on the team when Renfro was uh, getting fantasy relevance. So no, was, he wasn't. Yeah, they still do have Renfro, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know so what they're gonna like, do with him. Renfro yeah. is so weird. He like had like one good season, and then he like I mean he's only been one season after that, but he like really did fall off last season. The DBs learned how to stop the seven move routes. <laughs> Renfro was piecing people up uh, that one year. That might be the closest thing we'll have to a Lin Sanity run <laughs> in the NFL. Hunter Renfro in what was that twenty twenty one? Yeah. Um, let's see. Any other big team changes? I, I the Saints. They signed Derek Carr, uh, Michael Thomas to an extension. They re-signed Juwan Johnson. They also got Jamal Williams. What do you guys think of the Saints' new offensive look? I saw a tweet from Theo Theo Ash, not Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn's a a comedian. Um, Theo Ash said. <laughs> The Saints are addicted to not being, or to, yeah, they're addicted to being mid, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> um, it's true. They they just, like, refuse to 
They refuse to be bad enough to get like upper end talent in the draft. So that just means they always have a mid team. Do you guys know like the picture? It has like the guy wearing a backpack. <laughs> it's like it's like just about it's like barely holding on, like the strap is gonna like break. That's like basically yeah. like the Saints like <laughs> ownership trying to hold on to their job <laughs> by like moving the cap like every year. And they just like don't want to blow it up because like if they do eventually blow it up, it's gonna they're gonna get like a two or three pick and yeah. they're and they're just gonna like all lose their jobs. And so, like, on one hand, I understand it. I think I saw a video or a TikTok from Theo Ash, and he said exactly that. It's like they don't want to be bad enough where they lose their jobs and stuff like that. But from like Saints fans' point of views, like you're never going to win more than like one playoff game, like assembling a team like that, like per season. Because I mean, like the NFC South is bad enough where you can win a playoff game. Or uh, get to the playoffs for sure, uh, and then anybody has a puncher's chance to happen to win one. But like, I don't know. Like, they just need to blow. Like, coming from a Bengals fan, and we get Joe Burrow uh, for having a really shitty season, and then we get Jamar Chase next season from Joe Burrow getting injured. Like, sometimes it's it's worth having bad seasons. Sometimes you just gotta be shitty. As long as you don't draft like John Ross. Oh man. Um, but yeah, Derek Carr. Uh, what do you guys think about Derek Carr and his new home? I think he I definitely like deserved it. another chance to start, and I'm happy that a team, you know, actually went out and got him because I, I don't think that you know, he deserved what the Raiders did to him. But I think he's probably, I think he's just like an average quarterback, like an or average starting quarterback. And I mean, a lot of teams are going to go out next season with like significantly below average quarterbacks. Uh, so I think like for Michael Thomas and Chris Olave, like I think it's good that they have at least an average quarterback uh, in terms of their fancy relevance. But I don't think that Derek Carr is going to have like a top 10 QB season. No. Right. I mean, he couldn't do it with Devontae Adams. Yeah, like that's insane to me. Like how he had the number one wide receiver and the number one running back in a season, and he just like was so bad. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense. Bro got his job stolen by Jared Stidham. <laughs> um, but they also, like Nick said, they re-signed Michael Thomas, which uh, Michael Thomas might be one of the most polarizing people on fantasy Twitter because like people. Either absolutely hate this man, or like they're like, this year's gonna be the breakout. Um, so anytime anything happens with Michael Thomas, you have people coming out of the woodwork on both sides. <laughs> but they also signed Jamal Williams. Um, besides Chris Olave, obviously, uh, because I mean he was already a a pretty uh, highly coveted dynasty wide receiver. I think he's like. He's wide receiver eight or so on keep trade cut. Um, any interest in any of the Saints receivers, or I guess skill position players besides Chris Olave in Dynasty? Not really, besides Juwan Johnson. I don't know. I'm one of the people that's just like out on Michael Thomas. I, I can hear the argument for buying him, but I'm throwing in the towel on it. About Alvin Kamara right now, do you think the Jamal Williams signing is like 
like a little hint that they know they might not have Alvin Kamara for a little bit of time, or it's just like we need another running back. And are you interested in Alvin Kamara at his like age running back? I don't even know where he ranks currently. He's intriguing at his what I would assume his price is based on what I think of him. Mm-hmm. But like I'm probably not making a move for him just because like he's just gonna miss time and then you also saw what happened with DeAndre Swift. And we'll get to him later, but like this past year with Jamal Williams. Yeah. Jamal Williams right. doesn't he's not a bad running back and he was a not saying like the Saints would use him as a touchdown vulture again, but like he's still gonna eat into the workload no matter what. Yeah. I tweeted when Jamal Williams was signed, Jamal Williams and Taysom Hill might be a generational touchdown vulturing duo. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm selling all Chris Olave shares. I don't think my mental health can handle seeing the Saints in the Jesus. <laughs> He's going to have 14 uh, get tackled at the one-yard line only for Jamal Williams to get a one-yard touchdown or Taysom <laughs> Hill. Um, but yeah, uh, according to Keep Trade Cut, two are roughly equivalent, so would you rather have Alvin Kamara or Jacoby Myers? <laughs> I think I'd rather take Jacoby just because at least I'd have like a player to start every once in a while. Like, mm. Alvin Kamara, like... Isn't he like? Wasn't he like getting indicted? Yeah, for the assault crap out of someone. Yeah, yeah I, I feel gross saying it, but I agree with you. Like, yeah. just like a year or two ago, like it just it's would seem it's still just in my mind to think about. Would just wouldn't be able to think about that like that. There's just more upside to Jacoby Myers' career by a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this I year, we'll, yeah, because Kamara probably won't. He'll probably miss some time. We don't really know how much time he'll miss at this current point, though. Um, I think I'd go Kamara there, just because, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, he, he could be, like, totally cooked, but, I mean, he's still Alvin Kamara in theory. Like, Jacoby Myers is probably just going to be mid, which is fine, but, like, I don't know. For, like, upside purposes, I'll go Kamara. But um, finishing our little uh walkthrough of the NFC South here. You have Baker Mayfield signing with the Bucks. Um does this scare you off Chris Olave or Mike Evans for fantasy? It's you mean Godwin? World. I mean Godwin. Yeah yeah. Godwin. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. How for does fantasy. this affect Amon Ross eight Browns? <laughs> <laughs> How does this affect LeBron's legacy? <laughs> right. I don't know about yeah. with with Mike Evans. He's also had just years of horrendous quarterback play. He's just always been that picture of consistency. But he's not really the type of receiver you want to go out and win leagues with. But he's just going to be that one that keeps you in in the running. He's not with Godwin though. I don't. I don't really know. I don't think it hurts him too much. But I mean, we yeah, know I still it, really like you know, Godwin for dynasty. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm at the point. Where Godwin is above Evans and Dynasty. Oh yeah, no doubt. That, like that's been yeah. the case for probably the last year or two. Yeah. Well, I'm just like, you know, hoping to set the record straight on that. Like, I don't know, Mike Evans. I think I'm not buying him. 
I'd be interested to shoot offers out for Godwin, though. Yeah. The thing is, I don't think I'm at the point where I'm going to sell Evans at value right now. I don't know if that makes sense. I'll no, because I think... Because he value like pretty lowly on keep trade cut at the moment. Yeah. He's like, old is he? He's 30, Enough. I think, now. He, he's he's, he's going to be 30. He's going to be 30, like the time the season starts okay mm -hmm. and i mean we've seen like deandre hopkins and antonio brown still put up like great seasons or at least be elite wide receivers at that age and so yeah. i don't think 30 is the cutoff i'd say it's like 32 but like yeah it's i would definitely take chris godwin in a one-to-one -one trade over mike evans i think you'd rather have chris godwin or Traylon burks huh I don't know. That also reminds me, what are the Titans doing at quarterback? I think they're just rolling with Tannehill again. Yeah. Maybe I'll take Godwin then. <laughs> God. Yeah, I think I'd prefer Godwin just at this point. I think I would too. Just there's too many question marks in that entire offense. Traylon Burks and Chega Conquo are about to like set the record for combined total target share. <laughs> yeah, but it also Titans depends how many right targets now. they actually put out. Oh, it's going to be like four targets a game, <laughs> but it's still going to be like 50% of yeah. the team's total targets. <laughs> Jesus. And then, uh, yeah, what's happening with Derrick Henry? Because I remember there's like false rumors that he was going to like be traded, traded. but are they just going to. Are they just going to like run him out as like a workhorse at like 28, 29 years old? They're literally just going to work him until he's dead. Yeah, Derrick Henry's 29-year-old 20, running back, like planning to be a workhorse. 40 touches a game again. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, any other drastic changes? We have the Giants signing. Really, they just re-signed a lot of their players. Did we talk about the Daniel Jones contract? I think we did last week, or last episode. Okay. I don't know how in-depth we went into it, if we did. It was like four years, $40 million a year, I think, but a couple of the years were like fake years, so it was like right. really just a two-year contract. Yeah, I think we, um, yeah, I, I definitely remember us talking about that, because that was also when we were talking about the Mar uh, non-exclusive. Uh, yeah, that's right. Non-exclusive contract. Uh, yeah, really the only person the Giants... Oh, they also added uh, Aaron Waller. That's right. Uh, Waller to the Giants. Does that does that interest you guys at all? I mean, not any more than I was already interested in him. I guess like yeah. I think like he's the best target there. I mean, like yeah. I mean, unless you count Saquon, but like I I don't know. There's always going to be a regression from like 2021, and uh, he wasn't hurt in 2021 until the end, right? He, I thought he like barely played, or maybe I'm thinking 2022. Yeah, he didn't play at all last year. Yeah, no, not at all. Okay, last so year. is like year. That 2020. I, yeah, I think 2020 he was ridiculous. Yeah, Remember yeah. the first game of like 2021? He had like 15 targets or something crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's. I think he's like 31 now. So it's like. Uh, anyway, he wasn't even a starter until he was like 28 or something. True. He's a tough one. I don't know what to do with him. Yeah, I don't know what to do or think with when it comes to Waller. Yeah, 2020 was his, like, ridiculous season. Um, 
What happened in 2021? He got hurt. He got hurt like mid-season or late season, I think. But um, yeah, hopefully Daniel Jones can take another step forward. I feel uh, like Daniel Jones. Is, yeah, I feel like he's kind of overrated right now. Like mm-hmm. he was okay last season, but like he definitely wasn't like like people are putting him in in their top ten. Like, eh, isn't that good? No. Yeah, like I don't understand how he swindled his way to forty million dollars a year when I don't yeah. I can't even like say he's at, like better than Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah. Like people were like comparing him to like Lamar, like just based on counting stats, and it was like, I mean, come on, you just you just know this is a bad comparison. Let's be real here. Yeah. Um but speaking of other New York teams, we have, I guess, the drama going on with the Jets. Um, so in terms of, like, real-life stuff, uh, I guess not real-life, but, like, stuff that's already happened, yeah, them signing Alan Lazard to a pretty good contract. Um, and then, of course, you have the Aaron Rodgers thing that's happening. Um, so he... Did you guys watch that McAfee episode no i didn't like, get a chance to aware uh, of it. i did not I'm, i was aware of it but i just didn't watch it you know what he said during it um, he said no. it, basically he wants to play for the jets but like they just need to finish the finalize the trade offering so like 99 percent aaron Rodgers will be a jet next year um yeah, it's an so, interesting situation because neither team has like any leverage because like Aaron Rodgers can just choose to like not play at all. Yeah. Uh or even worse for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers can choose to just not like try and they're going to like roll out Jordan Love while paying Aaron Rodgers like 50 million dollars a year or something crazy like what his contract is. Yeah. He's like 60. Yeah, it's something yeah. crazy. It's an ass load of money. Um, but I want to know how high are you ranking Garrett Wilson with the addition probably of Aaron Rodgers I don't don't know how much higher I can really put him Uh, yeah because like he's so young so like a lot of my ranking on him was just like how he broke out and like how good he was already yeah Mm. and like the next guys above him like I I can't say he makes that jump without seeing him this year. So I think, like, I'd probably just keep him. Do you think you'd rather have Garrett or, like, Jalen Waddle? I think... I'd probably have Garrett. Going into the, going into the year, I'd rather have Jalen Waddle. Going into it. Mm. And it's close. It's not like... But I just, you know, I'd like to see what version of Aaron Rodgers it would be, too. Yeah, that's right. true, because Aaron Rodgers was pretty stinky last year. Yeah, pretty much. A lot of people, and I think he, like, broke his thumb or something. Yeah, um, something. But that was what, that's what people were saying, yeah. But he's also, in general, just kind of kind of shitty. Um, But, yeah, interesting situation. Uh, any excitement at all for Alan Lazard, though, on the jet? No. <laughs> He's like at least the wide receiver, at most the wide receiver three, right? Yeah. Yeah. In my mind. I mean, I don't know. Isn't the value he brings more just for his blocking? 
Yeah. I like that's what Aaron has said, really. Uh Mm -hmm. You guys do see the story about like the list of players Rogers wants them to sign before he signs there? I think I have, yeah. Like he wants them to sign like 80 year old Randall Cobb and Mercedes Lewis. Um, but yeah, that's a that's an interesting story. Um, have you seen like big... the Transformers TikToks? Yeah, with, with, <laughs> yeah. with Megatron and all that. With Aaron it's Rogers. so like we yeah. can make that happen. <laughs> yeah, Berserker. No, no, that's too far. <laughs> um, but another kind of big signing we had Juju to the Patriots. Uh, again, I'll ask any excitement for Juju. I mean, oh. as far as him being, like, the only receiver really there, yeah, but, I mean. They have Tyquan Thornton. Yeah, but he's a field stretcher, so I don't know if he's really ever going to be a big fantasy oh, no, producer. Yeah. But, like, I feel like Juju is just walking in the same situation Jacoby was. Like, mm-hmm. like you're hoping that, like, Mac Jones takes a step forward or Bailey Zappi even, but, like, that offense doesn't historically pass enough to really make him like ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Juju's kind of in the Alan Lazard bunching of like no interest in fantasy for me, unless their price falls really low. Mm-hmm. Um, another big contract was David Montgomery to the lions. And of course, uh, because Twitter ever talk about like, Ten topics. Uh, this brought up the 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 uh, topic of DeAndre Swift. So, are you concerned about DeAndre Swift? The, the masses want to know. <laughs> Signing concern you with DeAndre Swift? Yes, I think like this coaching staff isn't as high on him. I think it's pretty clear. Mm. Like, yeah, David Montgomery's not. Like he he's better than Jamal Williams. Clearly, right. So, yeah, I mean, like, with the target vulturing we saw last year, it's going to be even worse, in my opinion. I think, um, oh, I'm trying to remember who said this. Might have been Jacob Sanderson on Twitter. He, he said, like, in year two, so 2021, that was DeAndre Swift's year two. They, like, tried to give him a full workload, and he just, like, couldn't hold up to it. So they, uh... They decided that they weren't going to give him a full workload again, so that so that's why they keep bringing in like, I guess, complimentary backs for him. Um, so it sucks a little bit for Swift, but he's just probably not as good of a running back as like his like, um, I guess, advanced metrics indicate. Maybe is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. Or like the the Lions don't think he's as good of a running back as maybe Twitter think he does. Yeah. If someone offers you a twenty four first right now for DeAndre Swift, would you take that? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Pers- personally, I have one DeAndre Swift sh- like share, and I haven't really thought about moving it yet. If someone but... offers me twenty twenty four first, I'd take it. Yeah, twenty four firsts are looking really nice right now. Yeah. Yeah, and with Swift, I feel like it's almost at the point where like maybe we should be cashing out while we can. Mm. Um, who are the uh big front runners for twenty four class right now besides the uh quarterbacks? 
Caleb Williams, Drake May, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh yeah, Harrison Jr. Uh, yeah, and there's also like Corum and Travion Henderson, yeah. right? Braylon Allen. There's a shoot. What's the oh? What's the Georgia's tight end's name? Oh, Brock Bowers. Yeah, he's supposed mm-hmm. to be like generational, generational. That's what I've heard. Twenty twenty four classes. It has like three potentially generational prospects. Sean Clifford, he's coming yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> I got it's one more. Like Thirty years old. You know, uh, you remember the Eli Manning going to Penn State thing? Chad Powers. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Clifford. That's Sean Clifford going back to Saint X football. <laughs> um. But we also, the Cowboys, uh, they obviously franchise tagged Tony Pollard and then they traded for Brandon Cooks, uh, which is pretty cool because Brandon Cooks was just kind of rotting away in Houston a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. uh, do you think, uh, you think this like brought any significant interest to Brandon Cooks for you in Dynasty? wouldn't say significant. I mean, isn't he like twenty nine years old? Yeah, he's old. Yes, thirty. I think by the time the season starts, I think. I think like if you bought him like in this past month, you're really happy with that. Already can get a good price back for him, but I don't know. I don't know how like successful he's really gonna be. Like I would like say like probably ceiling is like mid to high wide receiver two. Mm-hmm. This year, I mean, I like. You think this does anything for CD Lamb, like either good or bad? Not really to me. Yeah, uh, I I don't think it affects him too much. You know, I really feel like if you're still watching Michael Gallup, like that's the only one that really gets affected. Uh, um. Okay, so we kind of talked this over a little bit, um, but who do you think the biggest losers of this free agency period are? Who do you think the biggest loser is? We talked about Swift, Kamara, Zeke, Jacoby. Um, did we say any other losers? Maybe like Elijah Moore. Yeah. A, a loser. Um, I guess you had any hopes for Jameis Winston. He resigned with the <laughs> Saints. Um, but yeah, who do, you, who do you think the biggest loser is from this free agency period? I like Personally, I think it's Swift. Like It's just like kind of... I don't know. You had someone like that much better, like uh, like that much better than like Jamal Williams. Yeah, that really tanks his value. I feel like it's either him or Kamara for me. Yeah, which is funny, like because Jamal Williams is like a talking part of that of yeah. both of those. Yeah, True. Michael and Nick, who do you guys think the I, biggest loser of this free agency? I period? think it's either Kamara or Zeke, just because uh. With he being cut, there's no other, there's no chance that he's ever gonna get anywhere close to a course role anywhere else. Yeah, all he can hope to be now is a touchdown vulture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably agree, Zeke. Just in terms of the value they had at the start of last season versus now. In my first ever startup, I took Zeke in the third round. I think Zeke. That was just like two years ago. I think two or three. Dang. I think it's yeah. three. This off season, I want to say, yeah, the yeah, running back more Chase's rookie year. When we first started doing dynasty, I feel like all of the running backs. I mean, this is how running backs are, but like 
all the running backs that were taken the first, second, third round are like completely have like no value now. Because I think like Dalvin Cook was one of the first picks in our draft and like Derrick Henry's. Yeah, the only ones that still do are like the receivers like Saquon and CMC. Mm-hmm. Which says something about what type of running backs to hold on to. Yeah. Um but now that we have pretty much um finalized landing spots, um uh, you can do a little bit of like what would your favorite landing spot be for these incoming rookies? Um so what do you think who do you think uh would be your favorite landing spot for Bijan? If you could pick any team. I'll say I can oh, like the way. What were you saying? I like the Bengals. We cut Mixon yeah. and get Bijan. <laughs> yeah, like if Bijan, nice. just between us as Bengals fans, would you guys, if both were available, that like right tackle from Ohio State or Bijan, which one would you guys want? It's it's tough because that's tough. It depends if they find a trade suitor for Jonah Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if assuming they don't, definitely Bijan. But if they do, yeah. like. Lael's missing some time, so you want you want something you want something stronger than Cody Ford. If I, I'll say horrible things to my TV if Cody Ford is starting. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, <laughs> the slander. I don't even think the sad part is I don't even think he might not even be top five worst tackles Joe Burrow has played with in his tenure in the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bobby Hart. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> like oh. do yourself a favor and look at the list of absolute numbskulls Cincinnati Bengals have employed at tackle throughout the past like three years. I remember I Deontay like, Smith was like hyped up and then he had like three penalties in like a in like a series <laughs> and then they never played him again. <laughs> yeah. But um I think a good landing spot for Bijan if Austin Eckler ends up getting traded, which could happen, he demanded a trade. Uh, if Bijan goes to the Chargers, that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, they don't have anything else going on in that backfield without Eckler. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I need to think about it for a sec real quick. Of course, there's always the possibility that the Atlanta Falcons take him at eight. <laughs> I was about to say that. Imagine that would be horrible. Good God. If they do, I will personally delete the Atlantic Falcons from the face of the earth. <laughs> I feel like the Falcons are like trying their absolute hardest to spend money, like to spend all their money and be bad. <laughs> and just like they're like Lamar Jackson, no, no, no way. Jesse Bates the third, hell yeah. <laughs> This is what's going to change around our franchise. Like that Drake meme. uh, We want to run a a good running offense, but (laughs) not with Lamar Jackson. Um, I feel like Minnesota would be a fun landing spot if they do something with Dalvin Cook. Mm -hmm. Or as he's commonly referred to on Twitter at this point, Dalvin Cooked, which... I can't disagree with. Yeah. Of course, there's Buffalo. We mock uh, 
mock running backs to Buffalo every single year, and they just never do. Just it. end up end up giving Devin Singletary like eight hundred touches that he doesn't do anything with. Um, about JSN, any any fun landing spots for JSN? You guys think? Uh, do the Panthers have another pick in the first round? I can't remember. Uh, or did they use that? Use? I mean, no, I don't I even. The next one's in the second. Yeah. Well, them if they could somehow get him. If the Panthers like mm. traded down a few spots and then got like another first to get JSN and then got one of like. CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis, or Anthony Richardson—that would be like a pretty cool like move on their part. Yeah, that would be a cool move. Interesting. That would be fun. But that's yeah, that's fun. That's that's illegal in the NFL. Texans could. Uh, I'd be happy with that because I mean they're the second pick, and then they have yeah. their and they was have it twelve. Yeah, they could get a Stroud JSN combo. That'd be fun. I know it wouldn't it? It would like ride on a lot. <clears throat> Like a lot, you'd have to bet on a lot happening for it to be good for fantasy. Like the Patriots need a receiver. What is I Patriots mean, pick in round one? Fourteen. Yeah. I mean, like maybe the Packers. You could say, like, depending like on what you think of Dobbs and I mean, like Christian Watson. I know we like. Yeah. Right. Watson and Christian Watson are like polar opposite receivers. <laughs> um. What do you guys think about Minnesota after they released Adam Thielen? I feel like I Jason would be a really good, that could be cool. really good uh, Justin Jefferson compliment. Yeah. That'd be a really good receiver room. It would. They don't have a great one right now. Pretty much just Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I think after it's just like KJ Osborne and Amir Smith-Marset, if he's even on the team still. Uh, I don't know. Oh, they other... have Jalen Rager, too. Oh shit! Forget about that. <laughs> uh, obviously, I can't imagine they do it. But the Ravens—they're right before the Vikings pick. Ravens just true. seem to be allergic to adding any offensive pieces for Lamar. As long as yeah, Apparently, if they're not tight ends, they're allergic to adding them to the offense. It's either tight ends or cooked wide, cooked thirty-plus-year-old wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. Or Sammy Watkins twice. Um, Can't believe they're twice the, on him. Apparently they're in the Odell sweepstakes, which that would just be the most Ravens move. It is signing big money for a wide receiver that just tore his ACL twice. Um, Any interesting landing spots for Jameer Gibbs, you guys think? I think the Chargers would be, obviously that, that'd be pretty much a one-for-one. Eckler replacement. Yeah, that would yeah. be. be. I funny mean, we if Detroit drafted him. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Be <laughs> neutral DeAndre Swift. <laughs> I know we said the Chiefs, and it'd be interesting because like Pacheco's their ground oh, guy. Yeah. That'd be fun. Though, Andy Reid could scheme some shit up with that. Pretty much every yeah. running back is like Jamal Charles. In the like Andy Reid system, except Ch, <laughs> he's the like yeah. only running back that doesn't look like godlike in that system. <laughs> Jared that, McKinnon. That, he had that one game against the Texans, his rookie season. True. I think it was the first game of the year. And he had that game where Mahomes did that like weirdo flip to him. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, last one here. Quentin Johnston. Where would you like to see Quentin Johnston land up? I feel like him... I mean, the Chargers again. I feel like they need, like, a big-bodied outside receiver. I feel like the Giants. I feel like the Giants would be a good one. The Giants Giants would be great. Or Giants or Panthers. Like, if the Panthers can trade up to get them. The Panthers desperately just need a wide receiver. I I think any of these receivers could just be a Panthers good pick. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of who's receiving my hate right now. Baltimore would be a fun one. Yeah. Him and Bateman. Do the Cardinals have a first-round pick this year? They should, yeah. right? They're like yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah, three. they'll probably be taking a defensive player like Will Anderson. Yeah, I think like, they will. But... I, don't, I don't think it'd be... I feel like they're too high to take a wide receiver in terms of like what uh, like typically happens in drafts. Right. Uh, but they probably will end up needing one. Uh, if they lose DeAndre Hopkins, because I don't think that solely uh, like Trey McBride and uh, Marquise Brown is like a room you want to have. And James Conner. Oh, don't forget about Rondale Moore too. Oh yeah, that one one day where he was talking yeah. about. Speaking of D Hop, um, where do you guys think D Hop will end up going? He's been like rumored with the. Uh... I think the Browns, the Patriots. Uh, I would really hate him on the Browns. Me too. Yeah. I, I'd like him on the Patriots. I'd be pretty neutral to that. Although I could see the Browns happening with his connections to Deshaun. Um, yeah. It would have to like be an only one-year deal because the Browns have no money. <laughs> they have zero money after next year. Yeah, they have... <laughs> Deshaun's contract is funny. It's like sixty million for three years straight. Um, but yeah, I think that's all the the big name guys uh, that um, signed and or got traded. Um, I think that's all we got for today. Unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, not really. Nothing really got, pops uh, to mind right now. Some we still got some running backs on the board. So we'll see where they get signed yeah, to. Yeah, hopefully something develops with them. Like you have uh, Damian Harris, I think. Kareem yeah. Hunt. Um, yeah, Kareem Hunt like will be an interesting one. Leonard Fournette and Zeke, who got cut. Um, Are there that any consequential receivers? That... Here, you go ahead, James. I'll look for the receivers. I thought it was interesting that Fournette asked to be cut. Oh, he asked to? Yeah, they like granted his permission to be cut which i thought was interesting Mm -hmm. good on the buck though for i mean they save money anyway but (laughs) good on them i guess i can't think of any receivers that are still kenny galladay oh hell yeah (laughs) oh robbie (laughs) oh yeah odell Odell, kind of yeah dj shark if you still believe in that yeah so yeah still some names to monitor um, Definitely more on the running back side right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is like the most mid list I've ever looked at. Yeah. I'm pulling up running backs to make sure we didn't forget any before we go. I guess while you're doing that, um, uh, I am cooking up an article, uh, writing it up right now. I was hoping to get it done 
over my spring break, but that didn't end up happening. Uh, it'll be available for free on our friend Lee, who's been on here a couple times, on his blog, I think, Get a Grip. Uh, so expect that soon. I don't, yep. I don't have a deadline for myself. That'll be in but... the uh, description of our video of this episode if you guys need a link to go to it. Yeah, I'll be cooking up an article for that. Uh, hopefully I'll get it done maybe by this episode being launched, but I'm hoping to get it done by the end of this week, I guess. So look for that announcement. Uh, please go read that. And it's free. Mm-hmm. I think I think people will find it interesting. It's all about dynasty running backs. So I mean everyone everyone wants to hear about running backs. Um but yeah. Thank you for listening and that's all we got for today. Adios. See, See ya. ya.